This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What's up, Raider Nation? Coming back after a big win against the LA Chargers. And man, I, I this is the second game that I went to this year. And I mean, the first one I went to the Denver Broncos game, of course. Um, and that was amazing. Under the lights. Uh, so much energy. We had so much to prove. And then we come out, you know, we're a 500 team. We're 4-4. Four and four. We're going into Thursday night football playing a team that just came off a big win against the Packers. Uh, uh, they have a great defense. They had an offense that was turning a corner. They had a good rushing offense, and we came out, man, the, we immediately put the momentum in our direction and came out with a big win, and I had a great time. Shout out to everybody that came by the tailgate. Um, I knocked out a couple slabs of pork ribs. It was my first time actually barbecuing pork ribs on my Santa Maria grill, and I might start doing them more often because I was really happy with how they turned out, um, and like four dozen chicken legs, um, had some potato salad, had some hot links. Uh, it, was, it was some good stuff. We had a great time. Uh, last home game in primetime football. I mean, unless something changes in the schedule for now, it's the first or the last official primetime home game night game under the lights. The Coliseum was absolutely rocking. Um, and yeah, and this podcast, of course we had to go a day late, but I decided to put a little cherry on top coming up shortly. Um, go, I'll go through a few things and joining me is going to be Raiders cornerback, Daryl Worley. Uh, we're going to chop some things up a little bit. You usually know how my interviews go. Uh, but besides that, like I said, uh, we got some announcements to hit. I'm going to go through the game just a little bit, and we're, then we're going to get our guy in here. So uh, let's get this thing started. Uh, obviously, after our win on Sunday, it was coming into a short week. We had a few injuries that we're trying to keep track of. Uh, and one of them was Arden Key, and it turned out, I guess, the worst possible scenario happened. Arden Key ended up breaking his foot after um, our last win on Sunday. And in a corresponding move, we decided to promote. Linebacker Quentin Poling from the practice squad. Obviously, we're having some linebacker injuries, so linebacker was a need. Uh, so we used Arden Key's spot to promote a linebacker. But besides his injury and, you know, Dwayne Gucci Harris still being out, everyone pretty much returned that was on the injury report, including Rodney Hudson and Trent Brown. They were good to go. And obviously, Daryl Worley was uh, deemed playing shoot, maybe Wednesday, I forget what day it was, but they said he would be playing, 
um, and then kind of a more of a game time decision. Seemed to be trending in that direction anyways, but yeah, getting Hudson and getting Trent Brown back was huge, especially playing uh, that defensive front that the Chargers have right now. I mean, they probably have one of the best pass rush duos in the league with uh, Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa, so that was big time to get them back to get, I mean, all of our starters out there at once. And they didn't disappoint. I mean, we gave up a few sacks, you know, but I mean, for the most part, Derek Carr had some time. He made time. Um, he sat comfortable in the pocket. He was patient, I think mainly because he trusted uh, the linemen that were out there, and that's awesome. Um, so yeah, injuries definitely trended in our direction. Uh, a few more happen, of course, on Thursday night. We'll get to that. But uh, yeah, I mean, going into the game, things were looking good. And then last thing I want to hit on before we start, the Raiders uniforms. Of course, you know, everyone was pulling for the all black i've always pulled for the all black you know just add black pants i think everything will look good but i was happy with kind of what they went with i like the throwbacks like that um and i mean i would be someone that would try and pull for those throwbacks to be our full-time away jerseys i like our away jerseys all the same too but there's just something about i don't know i i love just the old school look and i mainly i love the logo that goes with those jerseys i wish we could have been rocking that on the helmets that would have been sick, but I'm not really sure if that's still an official logo for the Raiders or not, if they are able to use it. Not really sure. But yeah, the Raiders throwbacks, which was the color rush uniform that you guys are used to. But of course, they rocked the normal pants and the normal socks to make it look like the old school, uh, typical, authentic throwback uniform. And uh, out there in the lights, man, I mean, they look pretty dang good. But now getting into this game a little bit, and I know why you guys are probably wanting to listen to this episode the most, because we're going to get Daryl Worley in here, but I'm going to go through my you know normal routine. I'm just going to wrap up these game notes a little quicker than usual so we can talk to him about it a little bit too. Um, but obviously the game started off hot for the Raiders. Eric Harris came out, shifted the momentum directly into the Raiders' direction right off the bat um, with those interceptions, one that set us up for a field goal, um, and then one that obviously was a pick six. And on the flip side of the beginning of the game, the Raiders' offense kind of had a slow start, both at the beginning of the game and even in the second half. Um, going up against a great defense and one of the best pass rushes, just like I was mentioning with Bosa and Ingram, um, it was kind of not expected, but the expectations were a little bit lower for me, in my opinion. I, I think our offense is great, and obviously they still showed that at the end of the game. You know, they came in clutch um, just at the right times. You know, they're putting seven on the board before half to hold that 17-14 lead. Uh, in the second half, you know, still rough start on the offense. Our defense was kind of starting to get carved up a little bit on the ground, you know, and the refs, for whatever reason, were doing their normal ref thing and finding a way to keep the Chargers in the game. And I do not get that. There were so many ridiculous calls, so many first downs given to them. Um, I, I, it drives me nuts. It seems like every single time in a key situation we get a stop on a third down, there's always a flag. It always results in an automatic first form, always gives them extra chances. But... I like to just think, like, looking at these wins, like, none of that matters now. Although we keep freaking seeing it every single week. But that game-winning drive was something else. I mean, like I said, our offense wasn't uh, not at, you know what we've been used to the last three or four weeks. Our offense has been red hot. On Thursday night, they had their issues. Um, Gruden, I think, you know, his, his play calling wasn't quite A1 like it's been those few weeks. But whenever we needed a score, we drove the ball down. Josh Jacobs broke through. A, I mean, it was a, I mean, a rare breakthrough, too, to be able to break in through the red zone like that on that run for that touchdown to win that game was big time. And not even just the offense going down there and making a statement. The game-ending defense. If you guys remember, Phillip Rivers came out, and when he took the lead, uh, what do you – I mean, they put – I think it was, you know, they're up 
like two points or four points or I don't, I don't know what it was. After that game-winning touchdown, there was like a controversial flag that was on the field. Not really controversial, but the defense, our defense was, I think, trying to say that it was on the offense maybe or that it was not going to be a touchdown. And after it was ruled a touchdown because it was a like a defensive pass interference or some sort of holding call on the defense, uh, Phillip Rivers trotted down our sideline kind of taunting uh, the Raiders bench. Well, after that, you know, of course, we go down and we have our game-winning drive. But then whenever they get the ball back, Phillip Rivers went 0 for 8 along with that game-losing interception. 0 for 8. He tucked up six or eight ducks, missed them all. And the one, of course, at the final seconds came on uh, a clutch Max Crosby pressure. Um, got pressure up high, right in his throwing lane, right where he couldn't see. I mean, he hooked that sucker out there with his eyes closed, if you see the replay. His eyes were closed, and he hooked it out there. Carl Joseph comes down with the game-winning interception or game-sealing interception. Absolutely nuts. This defense stepped up big. If we can keep the same energy on this defense and let our offense go out there you know, and be game managers, control the time of possession, limit the time that the defense has to be on the field, but when they're out there, if they can make these plays in clutch times, that's how 2016 was. We didn't have a very good defense in 2016, but they always showed up when we needed them the most if we were close. So if this, if this defense can keep doing that same thing, great. Now, some bad news that's going along with this game on our defense. Injury-wise, uh, Carl Joseph appeared to, uh, they said like his knee buckled as he was jumping up, but it actually looks like as he was coming down with the interception, Keenan Allen came over the top of him um, and drove his knee into his foot kind of sideways. So I'm not really sure. I think the initial diagnosis before the actual like MRI or whatever came out on his foot Seemed to be pretty bad. Um, obviously, and that turned into a signing DJ Swearinger, who was previously, I think, with the Redskins and a couple other teams. I'm not really sure who, uh, but he's a big hitting safety back there. Similar player, you know, to kind of what Carl Joseph is, but another veteran. Um, and also LaMarcus Joyner, who might be dealing with some sort of hamstring injury. Uh, not really sure what's going to come out of that either. So we got to keep an eye on LaMarcus Joyner. Things right now are not looking good for Carl Joseph, just, you know, based on this initial signing the day after the game. Um, luckily, we kind of have a semi-long week, not really a bye week, but, you know, we get like 10 days in between. So hopefully Swearinger can get in there and, you know, kind of pick up the pick up the defense. I'm not really sure what we're going to do. I'd rather see him on the field, him and Eric Harris out there at safety if we have to. Um, we've talked about this many times with maybe Daryl Worley, some maybe playing safety. And this is actually a good time to have him on because that is going to be one question I want to ask him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, at the end of this game, we came out with a win. And that's what matters. I mean, it, it, these are momentum-shifting games, and it doesn't really matter how the whole game went. I mean, our, our offense could have struggled. Our defense could have struggled at times. But the fact that we ended the game with our offense having a game-winning drive and our defense having a game-ending drive like that, um, that's big time. I mean, that's going to set the tone for the very next game when we're playing Cincinnati. And for those of you that came by the tailgate, come by the tailgate again. I might be in, like, B-Lot, uh, but I'll be at the Cincinnati game as well. And my podcast will also be a day later. Uh, it might be. We might record that night. We'll see what time I get home and if I'm feeling up to it. But it might be a day late again after the Cincinnati Bengals game. But I know why you guys are here. As much as you either like me or don't like me, you're not necessarily here to hear me. You want to hear my guest. So we're going to take this short break. And when we come back, joining me is going to be a guy that I've been talking to the last couple weeks. He's been a busy man. He's had some big games. He's been a dude that I've been pumping up all offseason. One of my favorite players, definitely on the defense. One of my favorite Raiders um, in a long time. I mean, he goes up there in a good category. 
I got his back quite a bit. I love what he brings to the table. He loves being a Raider. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this interview. So like I said, we're going to take this really quick, short break. And when we come back, joining me is going to be Raiders cornerback Daryl Worley. Joining me now, the former third-round pick out of West Virginia University who received first-team All-Big 12 honors, originally drafted by the Panthers but found his way here to the Oakland Raiders. He's only 24 years old, but his NFL career has already racked up 220 total tackles, two sacks, and five interceptions. He currently rocks the number 20 in the silver and black. This is my guy, Daryl Worley. What is up, man? Hey, no, much. How you doing today? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, just separating a little bit from the family just getting back from the football game probably the same as you probably the same exact thing as you honestly yeah, same exact thing. there we go uh so i know you just had a baby uh that makes two kids for you now uh how's the family doing but more importantly how's the new little baby girl uh they're doing great um it, it took a little bit for my son to adjust it realized that uh that the the new one was there to stay for good <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, that everything's doing good. She's in good health. Uh, mom's in good health. That, that's all that really matters. Yeah, man. That's all you can ask for, for real. Um, and it's the, I'm kind of in the same situation as you. I got a like a two and a half year old, and well, now my girl's actually about to turn one. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a little process, man. The the boys get a little jealous, especially when they see the, them little girls get daddy wrapped around the finger real quick, man. <laughs> yes, they definitely do. People warn me. I didn't believe it, but it's definitely true. Yeah, for sure, man. But uh, I guess we got to talk a little football, man. You cool with that? Oh, yeah, for sure. So you guys are coming off two big wins. You've been back at home. You're five and four. You got a little bit of a long week. You got like 10 days off or something before your next game. What's the vibe right now in the locker room, man? What's what's Gruden preaching to you guys? What are you guys vibing right now? Um, honestly, the locker room, it, it couldn't be it couldn't be any any closer at this point right here. I mean, we, we, we've been through hell and back. I mean, from, it's from the guys that have been on the team last year to – the new additions that we we've had this year. I mean, we've had injuries. We had guys step in. It's always been a next man up mentality. Uh, we feel like everyone's doing their part. They're they're and they're doing it to to the highest possible standard. There's no there's no drop off in talent, no matter what the circumstances may be. And I mean, we're happy about that. Yeah, no, I feel you 100 percent on that one. It seems like uh, you know Raider Nation, we're a little bit of a rowdy bunch, but you know we like to try and find things to nitpick. But right now, there isn't one player I feel like on this team. That hasn't proved every critic wrong, no matter where they're at. So, man, we are loving it right now. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the the fact that we we're, when you're pleasing the fans, you know that you're definitely doing something right as a team. Absolutely, man. Um, you guys have been getting a little bit beat up on defense though this year. You know, you're all young. You've had a lot of injuries, um, but especially, man, these last two weeks, man, you've you guys have all stepped up when it mattered the most, like closing out games and back to back weeks. What are you guys doing different, man? Are you guys just feeling it right now? Is there momentum in your favor? What is it? What changed? Um, honestly, uh, God, God is blessing us. Uh, I mean, from uh, guys going down, uh, just just, uh, just no matter what the circumstances may be, everyone's just stepping up and doing their part. Everyone's able to just step up um, and make their plays when, when, when they're called upon. And, I mean, that's, that's what's helping us thrive right now. Yeah, it seems like everything's been against you, but you guys are stepping up in big ways. And I, I want to talk some football, but – 
real quick, man, I got this. I got this little game for you. I like to play games with my guests, so um, this is this is pretty simple. I'm gonna give you a scenario or describe like an anonymous player, right? And I want you to tell me which teammate on this current Raiders team who is most like what I just described. You ready? Okay. So you're at practice. Coach, of course, doesn't want the defense out there laying wood on the offense, right? He wants you guys to take it easy and not hurt anyone. But this teammate is still out there knocking the socks off the offense. Who is that guy? Uh, do you want one or, I mean, you want multiple? I, yeah, I give me give me as many as you've got. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going uh, Tyhera Whitehead and uh, Carl Joseph. Okay, there we go. Carl Joseph, uh, you guys were teammates too in uh, West Virginia, right? Yes, we were. So he's probably been doing that his whole career, even in college? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Same <laughs> I guy. I love it, man. So let's say next scenario. You're just chilling, right? You're just hanging out in the locker room after a game. A teammate walks up to you, man, and he wants to know how you grew such a nice beard, right? This teammate, he wants some tips because he's got a little baby face like me. <laughs> Who's that teammate asking you for beard tips? Uh, asking for beard tips is definitely uh, Keyshawn Nixon. The rook looking for the beard tips. Now, I mean, let's be honest, though. He's going to the right guy. You probably got what best beard in the NFL? Is that is that an award? Oh, for sure, for sure. It's not even it's not even up for debate. No, no, <laughs> no one's even in competition. That's what I'm talking about right there. Confidence. Uh, and last one. I got third one for you. Uh, let's say you had a bad game. What teammate either comes up to you after the game in the locker room, or he calls you the next day? You know, kind of pick you back up on your feet. Uh, I would say E. Harris or Derek Carr. There we go. Two guys that both step up in big ways. They have they have up and down games as well, man. But you see the confidence levels always there. Eric Harris, man, How about this last game from him, huh? Oh man, that's some good stuff. He he was in all the, all the right positions he needed to be in, and made all the plays we needed him to. No, I agree. Now that interception that you had, bro, last week, that interception, man, interception of the year candidate. <laughs> I'm putting it up there. Like I'm hanging that sucker right off the top. If if anyone brings up any interceptions this year, I'm gonna be the first one to drop that sucker in there, that beauty. I want you to walk me through it. Walk me through your perspective from the snap to you strutting across the field, throwing up the O. Um, I mean, our, our biggest thing is uh, that we practice the red line, um, uh, offensive, offensive and defensively as far as wide receivers and corners, uh, the DB period. Uh, our biggest thing, uh, and Gruen emphasizes it, that he wants us to be able to win and, and be able to win that field wall, whether you're on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball. So uh, just getting getting in a red zone like that, we know that that Detroit had bigger wide receivers, uh, big bigger body guys. They like to give those guys a chance. Um, and Matt, Matthew Stafford, he's a, he's a daredevil kind of with the ball. I mean, and he's rightfully so. Um, he he's gained that uh, tolerance. So um, just from from that snap, having 19 out there, I mean, he's a bigger guy, six four, six five. Um, high point, high point type of guy. Knowing that the the ball should be coming this way. I mean, in this part of the field. Um, honestly, just expecting it and making a play on the ball when it's in the air. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, and, and I feel like you've kind of developed a little swagger in this league. You know, you're kind of carving your spot out there. You got your you got your character, man. It shows. You know what I mean? You're making an impact on all these young players. What is your personal mentality out there? Are, are you a killer? Are you are you a guy that likes to strut your stuff? Are you you think you're kind of a humble guy? What's your mentality? I'm I'm a very humble guy. Um, I mean, at the same time, but I still also carry my swagger with me. There you go. And that's something I learned uh, going into my second year in the league. Um, I, like you said, I was drafted in Carolina, so I learned that kind of from Cam uh, Cam Newton. Uh, I used he was yeah. the guy that I was close to when I was in Carolina, and he just taught me. He he told me. I mean, you got to create an identity about yourself. It's not about just being out there, being passive and just making plays. You you got to be confident when you're on that field. 
And I feel like I do that, honestly, without, without all the talking and all of the, the rah-rah. I mean, I just go out there. As long as I'm doing my job and making my plays, I mean, there, there's nothing really else that needs to be said. I love it. I love it. I was really excited to get you on here, man, and chat a little bit. Um, I, I like your character from what I can see, man. I mean, I, I was watching some interviews on you. I dug some stuff up. But more importantly, man, I just like the fact – you know that you're you're a dad now, man. It's bigger than football. But here's the thing: being a dad, you know, you got this is your second kid. You got a, You got a toddler. But you know, I'm hoping that you're pretty experienced. I mean, you got some dad jokes. You got any good corny dad jokes, or oh, man, or is that I, not your style, man? You got it. Like you like you said, I'm only 24 years old. I haven't got corny <laughs> in the dad stage yet. <laughs> you gotta, you Come on, man. Six seven years before I start getting corny. Oh, come on. I'm 27, man. I'm already like full blown corny. Like I got oh, it like nah, down. See, not me. I, no, I, I I refuse to let it happen to myself. Come on, okay, look, look, okay, watch. I, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna break you through the shell right now of dad jokes. You you want one? <laughs> I, sure, go ahead. <laughs> well, hey, what do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. An impasta. See, see, I, that'll never be me. okay so daryl worley not in the dad joke club that's all right man that's all right i'm not judging you i mean you're playing good out there on the field so i'm not gonna judge you uh i got one oh actually i got like two last little things about football man we um we saw uh last night on thursday night uh lamarcus joiner went down with a little injury um and we saw carl joseph uh injured his foot things aren't looking too good from our our perspective um but from your side we've seen for weeks um gruden kind of hinting at you maybe playing a little safety is that something that you think is in the books in the near near future or what do you think the idea is there uh actually i have no clue uh with those guys having their injuries i know those guys will get mri's today yeah uh we didn't have to report to to facility for meetings or or anything so i mean we haven't really got an injury update on those guys so I mean, we'll we'll see what it is going forward as far as everything. But I mean, I I have no no insight right now. Okay, cool. But so for you then personally, you enjoy playing safety. You you probably just like playing wherever you want them want you to go, huh? Yeah, honestly, I, I honestly I, I I take pride and I have fun when when I'm able to play different positions. Um, I mean, it, it just takes you it takes you out of your element. You're able to just freelance a little bit, just have a little bit of fun. And I, I mean, that's that's the biggest part of me is always having fun out there on the field. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Now, one last thing, looking at your career right now, specifically as a Raider, we love you here at Raider Nation, and you're in the final year of your contract. I loved this this last offseason. I'm like, man, you better give this guy. If you're not going to extend him, you better tend to this guy. Like, I want him, I want him back. <laughs> and now you're back here on the final year of your contract. Uh, do you have kind of like a plan yet for your future, or, or, or what are you looking to accomplish? Um, I know this is looking far ahead. I know you're looking game to game and taking it one step at a time. But uh, for you personally, what do you hope happens? Uh, for me personally, uh, I would love to be a Raider for life. I mean, you see how they treat treat the people that that are Raiders for life. I mean, once a Raider, yeah. always a Raider. I mean, a guy I always looked at and and his career is Charles Wilson. Mm. I mean, the things that he's done in his career, especially here here in Oakland, here here as a Raider. I mean, it, it was always special to me. I mean, if I could be a a guy that's pivotal in, into a into an organization and a foundation and into a team like that, I mean, that would that would that would be uh, awesome to me. I mean, I love this franchise. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, this is all God's story. So I mean, he'll he'll write, he'll write the passes as as he has it live. Yeah, no, that's what I like about you, man. And that's why I was so pumped to have you on here, and that's why I wanted to give you that little special special moment because I know you love being a Raider. I remember last year you thanking Gruden um, at the end of your season yeah. for giving you a shot here at the Silver and Black. So that's good stuff, man. Um, and you know what? 
we're in the middle of our season. We're rolling hot. Things are looking good. The fan base is fired up. Defense is turning around. This whole team is coming together. We're obviously trusting the plan. We're loving what you're doing, man. And uh, I'm just going to tell you one last thing. Do your thing, and let's make this playoff run, Daryl. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Shout out to Daryl Worley and making some time in his busy schedule. Of course, like I said, his baby girl was just born like maybe a week or so ago. Uh, so it's a busy time for him. They're back home. He's playing some good football right now. So I appreciate him coming on here and you know, giving a glimpse of, I guess, some character that we haven't seen from Daryl Worley. There's a, a side of Daryl Worley that Raider Nation has yet to know. He's a great dude, humble guy. He's, I think, easily overlooked. He's highly underrated. Uh, so hopefully it's a guy that you know the organization like really understands and really wants to bring back because I love him as a Raider. And you see at the end there, he wants to be a Raider for life. He wants to be that. Charles Woodson type player I mean it's hard to be a Charles Woodson but I mean any great player that plays a long time with a silver and black it's treated right and you know we gave him a, a second round tender this last offseason uh, I think that shows you know how valued uh, he was to us it's not like we were just putting a, we could have easily put a third round tender and, and probably been safe a lot of fans thought a third round tender would be safe and we could have just did that but uh, we put that second on him just to ensure it I mean he got a little bit more money out of it and uh, we pretty much locked it down to where nobody would try and get Daryl Worley so let's see how the rest of the season plays out. But I think he's doing good. I think the young guys love him. Easily likable. You don't you don't see him really complaining about much. Um, and he gets along with you know two of the biggest leaders of this team, uh, Derek Carr, and of course even Eric Harris. Even though he doesn't have a big role, Eric Harris is a huge leader in that locker room. So uh, that's good stuff, man. I, I was really looking forward to this conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, but let's get to the rest of the show. Let's get uh let's get old Kenny King Jr. in here. And my guy is here with me, Kenny King Jr. What is up, dude? Cody, what's up, bro? I was in that tailgate, so I decided to show up for the pod. What's up, man? Yeah, so what is up with that, man? Okay, I get it. You got to work. I get it. But are, are we just not good enough for you at the tailgate? What's going on? No, let's put it this way. Um, and for for lack of, you know, for, for sake of saving my, my relationship, but uh, <laughs> I came home. Had to take care of the wife and kids, make sure the kids were at my mom's and get the wife ready because she wasn't ready yet. And instead of taking BART, she wanted to drive. And then driving in, we got stuck in traffic. Traffic turned into parking. Parking turned into walking. And <laughs> we got there literally as Eric Harris got his first interception. There we go. There we go. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that more often then. But, man, I'll tell you, you missed out, I think, on maybe – one of the best racks of pork ribs I think I've ever barbecued in my life. Uh, well, bring them for uh, Cincinnati. Oh, I, I might, dude. You know, I, and I've never uh, – you've seen my barbecue. That's the Santa Maria. I, I didn't really yeah. understand, like, how I was going to really cook the ribs because I, I always smoke them. You know what I mean? I get the wood. I get them in the barrel with the, with, the, with the exhaust on it, and I smoke them for, like, two, two and a half hours, you know, because you want that smoke ring. You want the meat to pull. You want to be pulling off the bone, stuff like that. Well, with the Santa Maria, it's all open, so I'm like, I don't know really what to do. So I just laid them bone down for like 45 minutes maybe, and I could see it. Kind of the bones are starting to pull out. I'm like, okay, cool. So I flipped them over, and I seared them on the top side, and then I wrapped them up in foil, and I cooked them like that for at, like, at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours, man. Pulled them suckers out. It was just I just dry rubbed. I didn't do no sauce, no nothing, just dry rub. Them suckers were freaking fire, dude. I had two racks, and nice. I mean, they were gone like literally in like three minutes. You know, you don't generally need a sauce. You can always use a sauce as a you know as a side to dip it in. But you know, yeah. one of the things I learned from my pops is you know he makes his own sauce, and 
the sauce is an afterthought. Yeah. You know, you should be able to taste the meat. You should be able to taste the the rub, the everything about it. And the sauce is just a little bit of garnish, a little bit of a little bit of pizzazz at the end. So yeah, yeah you shouldn't need it. Bring it, yeah. bring it to Cincinnati. <laughs> I'll be there Let's late, go. but I'll be there. Yeah, you better not be there. It's a Sunday game. You better be there on time. Oh, I'm trying to de- I'm trying to decide if I'm going to bring Caden or not. So uh, um, you I got Shorko Funky then. coming with me, and he's either going to bring his son or he's going to leave. He's going to leave his kid at home. Uh, you know, his son Zafir just broke his uh broke his leg. So you know, prayers out to him. But we don't. So we don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna bring the kids or not. But um, if we don't, then I'll be there early for sure. There we go, Kenny King, man. We have a ton. Of phone calls. I think we have over 20 phone calls to get through, man. Um, I think we need to start get through these, man. Uh, and we're not going to waste any time. I think we're just going to let them roll out and we'll talk in, in, in between them. Let's go. What's up, Raider Cody? Kenny King Jr. Yo. It's uh, the Noob 619 here in San Diego. What up? Great team win. Hell I can. Yeah. I can feel it. Hey. I'm pumped. Uh, the defense won this game, and so did Oakland. It was all about Oakland. Yeah. But, man, Eric Harris, dude's for real. Yeah. All right, guys, you guys have a good night. Raider Nation. Yeah. Potato chip guy. <laughs> Potato chip guy. Raiders. Yeah. What's up, Raider Cody? It's uh, Raider West from Visalia. First time caller. Visalia? Thank you for letting me call in. Little tipsy from the W. But <laughs> hey, forgot me. A great win. Carl Joseph coming up with some big hits. Eric Harris with, I don't know, four picks. Josh Jacobs get another TD. Happy as ever. Can't wait to see what we do next week. Man, just win, baby. We just won. Let's go. Catch me later. Just one, baby. That's uh, I tell you, that's ten minutes away from me. Well, you should drop. You should travel that ten minutes and uh, God make sure he doesn't damn. forget about me. That was an ugly <laughs> game, bro. But God, I'm so happy we finished off. There we go. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? What up? Yo. This is uh, incognito for real. Yeah. Just wanted to say, go Raiders, man. That was an ugly game, but we got it done. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> have a good night, huh? <laughs> On to the next one. We should get shirts made. What up? Yo. This is a San Diego Raider. Yeah, uh, San Diego Raider. Listener, first time caller. Hey. Just want to say. Let's go. How do you like that defense, baby? Oh. Love it. Let's go. Hey, let's keep on stacking them. Much love to you guys. Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it in San Diego. That's how they do it in San Diego, man. Hey. That's it. That was a call. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? I'm sorry. It's like the third time I called tonight. <laughs> I wanted to make a fucking shout out for that defense video. That defense came up big. So goddamn proud. Hey, man. I'm sorry for cussing. That's that good of a move, man. Y'all have a blessed night. Incognito for real. Feeling himself after that win. We all were. Yeah. We all were. Yo, what is up, Raider Cody and Kenny King? What up? How about that dub, baby? Woo! Woo! I'm town, baby. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's Dan Salas from Upland just calling in. So, hey, yo, for the Rivers. So, how about that relationship with the atmosphere and the fans, huh? 
quarterback pressure, 10 quarterback pressure, hits, five sacks, three interceptions. My God, this defense was on point when we needed them most, but this offense, man, they were kind of sluggish to begin the half, but Derek Carr came through with that game-winning drive and yeah. had me drinking my second cup of whiskey, downing it on the school night because I got to be at work tomorrow at 5.30 in the morning. But you know what? It was all worth it. Let's go, baby. We play off and tend to let's keep this going. Let's keep this momentum going. We got this nice 10-day break. Next next game, we got the Jets. Let's go. And after that, I'll be at the Bengals game in the Black Hole Section 106. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Raiders. Woo! Let's win it, baby. Let's go. Man, vibes giving me chills. I hope he doesn't show up for the Bengals game in two weeks because the Bengals game is next week. <laughs> what up, brother Cody? Yo, this is Michael, first time caller. What up? Hey, I've been listening to y'all for about like six months now. Hey. Cool. But hey, I got a question for you. How y'all think our defense is looking after all this shit, all this uh, week, how they're doing right now? After they just beat the Chargers, what do you think about our defense now? All right, bye. It's huge. It's huge. Hit him with it, Kenny. Hit him with it. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, the defense came to ball. I cannot say nothing bad about them. They came to ball out, and they played against one of the best quarterbacks in the league. As much as I hate the dude, as much as I can't stand his face, as much as I would love to punch him in his ugly, Rod Farva-looking face. He's got a punchable face. He does have a very punchable face. He was shook. You look at the game, he was shook. He's kicking his legs. He's slapping his hands. He's screaming. He's yelling at his receivers because he overthrew him. He was shook. <laughs> what? Dustin. Try me out, Philip Rivers! <laughs> ah, what is up, Kenny King? Cody, this is Hardcore Raider. Come oh, in. Hardcore. How about a little cry, baby Rivers? Man. These sound alike. God, every time yeah. I see that dude, I just want to hit him in the face. God, I hate Philip Rivers. Can he just retire? And how about them refs, man? Oh, my oh. God, dude. Can we ever have a game where the refs aren't going to give me a freaking heart attack, dude? What the hell is going on in the right? NFL? I mean, uh, all right, I'm going to move on. Uh, I, I wouldn't say the team played the best football, okay? Okay. Beat the Chargers. But I will say uh, they fought hard, man. Yeah. They united, and they played with some freaking fire, and that crowd was lit, man. Yeah. Raider Nation stood up, man, right? What I've been saying, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Fight them demons. Stand up. Loud and proud. Raider Nation brought it 110%. Dude, that Coliseum was Dude, rocking. Raider Dog. Nation helped us get that win without a doubt, man. No doubt. That, that momentum, you guys carried the team, man. You guys were that extra, the extra men and women uh, and kids that the team needed to get this win. And you know what? The future's looking bright. So I was going to talk about the P word. And you know what? I am going to talk about the playoffs. Oh, I'm like, I really what? think that we Chaos! This, man. If we keep uniting, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, it's always any given Sunday. So every week we got to keep bringing this fire and we got to keep fighting. I almost yeah. have a voice left, but, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing some stuff on YouTube. So check out uh, Hardcore Raider on YouTube, and I'm going to be doing some motivational stuff as well as the stuff with uh, some other Raider podcasters and Raider YouTubers. So, yeah. There you go. Love you, Cody. Love you, Kenny King. And by the way, I did a motivational I saw uh, that. pre-game speech in honor of Kenny King's request. So check it out. Oh, did you guys see? Did you all see it? I think I saw your retweet. I think I caught it like the next day. Bro, I watched it like four times. It got me ready for work. It got me ready to come home and deal with my kids. <laughs> I love like, it. 
hardcore. I love this. I love hardcore Raider, man. Dude is dude is fire. Absolutely always on. Yeah. Always positive. Always got me going. Like I love that cat. Dude is just oozing energy. Raider Cody. Kenny King Jr. Rev Mike. Rev Mike here. Yeah. I was so stoked about tonight. I left the Coliseum. Forgot all about Colin. <laughs> and I'm stoked. Defense showed up big when they needed to show up. Yep. Good to see Klee get some sacks. Yeah. Max just going crazy. A little concerned here that Carl Joseph and LaMarcus Joyner have significant injuries. We'll see what that looks like. But I tell you what, DC showed up when he had to. 18 come from behind wins. That's awesome. I'm stoked. I like where this team's going. I think it's 18 come from behind, 19 game winning drives. Ah. Going to be there for the Cincinnati game. Sorry, I couldn't make it, man. My plane was delayed. Couldn't make it to the tailgate, but we'll see you next Neither time, Neither could I. Man. No excuses, you two. Both of you guys. You and Rev Mike, you're both in the doghouses right now. You're in the Raider Cody doghouse. Hey, Rev right. Mike will smite you, almighty smiter. <laughs> Raiders. Get it. Oh, man. I got to tell you the story. This is Ricky from San Diego, by the way. What up, Ricky? My wife and I had tickets to go to a movie at 8.15. We literally sat at the bar waiting for the game to end. And, man, did it feel so good to be surrounded by Charger fans and watch them lose. <laughs> they have Charger fans in San Diego? How did the defense step up and felt like the offense was sleeping most of the game until, you know, that final drive. When they needed to, yeah. Yep. But, man, I didn't fully get to watch the game because I had work and then I had a day now with my wife. But, you know what? Always seeing a dub is a good thing. Yeah. Man, it, it, feels, it feels really good. Let's hope that uh keep this momentum going. Let's hope the uh, Chiefs will start losing. All right, Cody, Kenny King, y'all have a good one. Yeah, you too, buddy. That's our second caller from San Diego. I'm digging it. Me too. Holy cow, What's going on, man? And Kenny King. Holy crap, guys. <laughs> I'm on the way to work right now. You sound like I it. Think of is, what a game, right? Yeah. Defense. They shot everybody now. Yeah. Mine mm-hmm. my own. They shot mine. When the time came, they made plays. Mm-hmm. Man, this game was something else. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now. Appreciate that. Time calling. Let's go. And all I got to say, man, go Raiders. And um, keep up the good work on your podcast. I enjoy it. Appreciate enjoy it. your Twitter feeds as well. Um, Raider Nation out, man. Yeah. Keep going. keep going for more dubs. More dubs. That's what we're here for. We're here for the wins. Love first-time callers. I do, too. Oh, I have to die. Oh. This is Raiders 75. <laughs> and uh, I have one more question. I'll try the question for you. My first question. What are the Raiders going to do if we end up being without a big old guy called Joseph? I would say we get uh, DJ Swearinger. <laughs> now that it's late. <laughs> too messed up to remember. Oh, that's uh, funny. I don't know, man. I think that we're going to be just fine, but uh, this momentum shift that we have right now when we win those next those uh, last two games has really put us in overdrive. So now he's and technically not a first-time caller. Nope. Jeff Rivers. That's cool. He's a vet. He's a vet now. That. All right, take it easy, Kenny. Kenny. Later, Nick.
Cody. Yeah. I like I like hearing my name first. It's nice. <laughs> I'm going to edit it and flip it around, make sure it says mm-hmm. Raider Cody first. <laughs> What's up, Cody? What's up, Kenny? What up? This is Eddie. Man, there he what is. a game Eddie last Bangs. I'm on my way to work. Victory Friday. Victory Mama Friday. Mama can't stop. It's safe to say Eric Harris is a starter next year. Oh. Maybe if we don't bring mm. back uh, KJ with Abram back there. That'd be scary, man. Anyways, my question is, I don't know if you would guys would know, but um, how do I get tickets to the draft next year in, hmm. in Vegas? Hmm. All right, man. You guys have a good day. That's a great uh, question. Actually, I got my tickets to the draft in Dallas. I actually won them. Oh. Um, so win them I, somewhere. Yeah, I, I went. There was a thing on Facebook. <laughs> it said enter to win tickets to the draft, and I won tickets to the day one of the draft. You freaking win uh, everything, dude. What's up with that? Uh, dude, you I, don't, that? I don't win like everything get... because I get there, and then I crap the bed. Like, you want to tell me something about uh, your little car race that you had on Thursday night? You want to talk about that? I think I, I, you can let Kevon and, and Mike do the talking. <laughs> they did a better commentary than anybody. Said, oh, Kenny. Kenny got last. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> come on, Kenny. Kenny, you lost. Kenny, come on, Kenny. <laughs> Killing me. I don't, man, you might God, Google it, man. I Google everything. Man. But, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm going to the draft. Um, I will be there. I'm sure you'll I might go. Too, Cody. I'll think we're, about we're it. probably going to be there. I'll probably go um, there. So let's try to get, you know, let's start trying to plan out how we're going to get a crew to roll together and we'll figure it out. Yeah. And you, you just got to give me the tickets you want so you can buy more. Yeah. What's up, Raider Cody, Kenny King? This is Dustin. 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 Um, I have no idea if you're taking calls right now. I know it's the <laughs> day after. I figured since you guys were at the game, maybe you guys are going to be doing the podcast today. Dustin knows. Um, he knows. Anyways. Hope this makes it onto the podcast, but man, what a good game! Not so good offensively. You know they did they did what they had to do, which is awesome. Yeah, I think someone said it best. Like when they came out for that final drive, was anybody actually nervous? Like you just no. felt that car was going to get it done, and that's exactly what happened. Been there before. The offensive line in that last drive was just lights out. They, dominated that D-line on that last drive. It was awesome to see. And, man, that defensive line, that front four, was balling. It was so good to see. We haven't seen them have a game like that in a long time. How about P.J. Hall, huh? This season, definitely never saw it last season. Even probably the year before that, even with Mac. You're right. Mac was just like... All by himself. He had a little bit of help, but not that much. The defensive line was just freaking awesome. Anyways, on to the next one, guys. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Get the dub against, I believe it's the Bengals. Yeah, we're playing the Bengals. Let's go. Bungles. Let's go. Yeah, good one. The Bungles. Cody, Savage Raider. Yeah. Of course, the King. Last Yo. night's win was fire. Yes. Still amped up. Like two o'clock over on the East Coast, and I'm still wide awake. <laughs> barely slept last night. Um, defense really stepped up. I swear to God, the internet gets these guys more fired up. Half Raiders Twitter talks back about Derek. Yes, falls out against the Lions. Everyone's all on uh, and Furl, two and a half sacks, making big plays. Uh, I just hope that Joiner and Carl Joseph end up being all right. I love it. 
Jacobs had a quiet night until he didn't. <laughs> and then uh, he came through. So I love it. Everybody's showing up. Even if Waller and Tyrell get locked down, the rest perform. Just a great fucking game. Whoops, sorry for the cursing. Overall, <laughs> um, I'm not even going to say on to the next one because we're going to the Bengals as long as we yeah. don't for granted. Let's go! Love it. Love the energy. Did he say Raul Raiders Twitter slander somebody and they do better? No, remember I said that. After you said that. I posted that last night about Cleveland. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. Whenever somebody is slandered on Twitter, they do they go, better. Look at Derek. Out. Derek was slandered the first three games of the season, and Derek has been balling. I mean, we we've always you know we've always supported Derek, but Derek has been balling. Yeah, we you know Raiders Twitter started getting on Cleveland Farrell. What happened? Dude went off. Yeah, Dare I say he looked Mac like? They uh, Raiders Twitter also slandered the podcast, and look at it now. <laughs> huh? I'll get you some of them apples, huh? <sighs> yes, sir. What's up, Raider Cody and the King? This is Ken, Ken. from South Dakota. That's Let's my go. guy. What a win last night, am I right? Am I right? Five and four. <laughs> couple, uh, couple lightweights on the schedule coming up. Uh, all is good in Raider Nation. Um... One question I got to ask, uh, with the long break that we got, obviously some great rest for guys that are beat up like Rodney Hudson and Trent Brown and yeah. others. Um, let's say you're the coach. Would you consider maybe resting those two guys knowing that the Bengals are packing it in? They're not trying to win a football game right now. They are looking to get no, it's a trap game. pick and draft quarterback. Would you? Would you consider maybe sitting those guys? I know no. you should never. Not with Derek under team, center. Man, to have those guys nah. fully healthy in the last five, six games of the season, I mean, I think it would do wonders. I, I don't know what I would do. Uh, you know, it'd, it'd be a tough decision, probably depend on how healthy they're feeling. Um, but, yeah, what a, what a great feeling it is. I mean, let's go. Let's go. Let me tell you right now, as long as Geno Atkins and, and uh, <laughs> Carlos Dunlap are on that line, Nah. Yeah, that's the thing. I think as long as uh, Derek's under center in there, I, you don't sit him to start because I feel like that's a slap in the face to the Bengals. Like, that's just going to fire them up. Like, okay, you're going to sit your starters because you think it's going to be easy to beat us. Just because even if the organization they think is tanking for a quarterback doesn't mean that the players are. You know what I mean? They can still go out there and be stellar. Players are uh, still trying to earn a paycheck. They're still trying to get a contract. There's yeah. a lot of players that are probably trying to get moved. Um, you know, and you got to look at it this like, like this it could be a trap game you yeah. don't want to any given put Sunday. yourself in a position to say these guys are oh and eight they're a pushover we can easily beat them no you treat this as if you were playing the kansas city chiefs and patrick McHolmes was lining up there and you going in there and you're going to attack them no Agreed. you got to keep going hey raider cody kenny king oh hope all is well uh, i wanted to start off uh on your last podcast you mentioned that uh Kenny was affected by the uh, fires in California, so I just wanted to say peace to everyone in Cali. Hope sure. everyone's doing well uh, out there with those wildfires. Uh, I also wanted to mention that uh, I reached out to AT and T to tell them, "Fools, man!" I said, "Listen, he sounds I'm clear. Not worried about business. I'm not worried about talking to my mom. I got a call into this podcast. Thank you. Oh, I need to have better quality. <laughs> I need to a whole team 
uh, running di- diagnostic checks and things on my phone. So hopefully this call, this call is a little bit more uh, Sounds great, Todd. <laughs> right, sounds I great. I say the Raider Nation feels good. Right? I don't have a question. I just want to say what a great job John Gruden is doing. Yeah. Staff, yeah. game planning, Mike Mayoff with maybe the greatest Raider rookie class I've seen in my life. Let's go. I mean, the pundits have changed their opinion. Yeah. Farrell still. Josh Jacobs was a bust of a pick in the first round. They're not saying that now. Abram, mm-hmm. they said he was a junior college uh, transfer. So he played in the NFL. Renfro, Renfro, slow. Couldn't get open in the NFL. <laughs> ah. Man, we could talk playoffs, talk wild card, but right now I'm talking about the greatness of the Raiders. Yes. In a way, we're rewriting our own history. So I hope Raider Nation stays strong. We've got a favorable season coming up, uh, remainder of our season. And who knows, man? Anything could happen. Our defense is playing better. Our offense is, is like fifth in the league, I think, somewhere around there. So positive vibes. Everybody stay up. And let's get this next dub into town when we got the Bengals coming to town. All right? Let's go. Yeah. Hey, this is OT on Monday. We know. Hopefully with better <laughs> phone quality. <laughs> wow. You got 5G now. Came OG in good. got 5G. That 5G LTE coming in clear. OG Todd Monday. Yeah. It was nice to finally hear what you actually sound like instead of like you're talking through a sock. Yeah, you sound a lot better now. <laughs> hey, what's up, Cody? What up? I don't really have a question, but I'm a man of my word. This is Sal. <clears throat> you might know me by Raider Azteca. Oh. Raider Azteca, let's go. I said I would call in if uh, Derek Carr came in clutch. <laughs> he came in clutch. Yeah. M- maybe I was wrong about Carr. Uh, year two, looks like he has the offense down. Maybe I need to start being more easier on Carr. Okay. But I'm a minimum word. I said that I was going to call if he came in clutch. He came in clutch, and I was wrong. I didn't oh. think he could do it. The offense wasn't going great early on, but he proved me wrong. Thanks. That was a that was a big slice of humble pie. That was, yeah. that was enjoyable. I like that. That was a good call right there by Raider Azteca. You know what? Let me stop real quick and uh. Now you know what, Kenny King. Let's just go ahead and get into real talk. Look, Azteca has always been cool with me. Obviously, he likes me. He's not a big fan of you, but he likes me. <laughs> You gotta rub that one in, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I what I like to hear and what I'm loving to hear on these calls is that the fans are finally embracing this team as a whole. It's not the offense is trash or the defense is trash or Derek Carr sucks or we need to get rid of Cleveland Farrell or what are we doing with John Gruden or you know what's wrong with Mark Davis. People are excited about the Raiders. Yeah. They're excited about this team. They're excited about the trajectory of what this team is doing. They're excited about what Derek Carr is doing. They're excited about Josh Jacobs. And to see everything coming together, I get flashbacks. And it reminds me a lot of 2016. We, we win these games, and they're not pretty games. We're winning these games by two points by six points, by three points. But we're winning. Yeah, We got our quarterback coming in, and we know that Derek is going to take us down the field and he's going to win. When we were, when we were down with four minutes left, I was like, you know what? Psh, 
Carr's got this. I've always thought that, man. Every time, every time he got the ball in his hands, if if the offense had a chance, I mean, yeah. since I mean, as early as even 2015, it's before 2016. I always had confidence that our offense could go down there, yeah, and make the play, make score the touchdown that we need, put the points on the board that we need, and it's special, man. And, and earlier in this podcast, man, I compared even our defense to 2016. 2016, we didn't have a stellar defense, right? But where they came in clutch was whenever we needed them most, just like what happened exactly. Thursday, just like what happened Sunday, just before that making those big plays and ending the game because it's kind of been like our signature. It seems like our game winners most of the time come towards the end of the game, but with maybe just enough time on the clock for the other offense to get one shot down the field. And luckily I feel like this defense is vibing off the offense pretty good and they're stepping up big time and they're just as clutch sometimes as Derek Carr right now. We've got a better defensive class than we had in 2016. In 2016, remember, we had a lot of we had a lot of veterans, but we had a lot of free agents. Yeah. It was a team made of free agents. It was a team made of complete misfits, but we made it work. And we had a, one guy, Khalil Mack, who was the heart and soul of that defense, who won two games for us. This game, or this year, we're looking at guys that are homegrown talent, guys that are rookies. And a couple of guys that, you know, that we've obviously brought in on free agency. But look at Carl Joseph, man. Back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. The guy saved the game. Eric Harris, potato chip man. Player of the game <laughs> last or last night. Yeah. Uh, you love to see it. Potato chip, man. I love it. And last but not least, let's talk about LaMarcus Joyner. Yeah. A lot of us, a lot of fans have been on LaMarcus Joyner about the high profile free agency signing that we got with him and what happened, what is he doing? Is he worth it? Well, guess what? He came up huge. He came up big. He made players plays left and right and definitely filled a void in that defense. And so, you know what? Hats off to LaMarcus Joyner. Hopefully he's feeling better. Hopefully we see him against the Bengals and uh, let's go. Yeah, man, I got a lot of crow to eat. I mean, I've always kind of supported LaMarcus Joyner, although he did kind of have a disappointing start to the season. Uh, but between him, Tom Cable, and now Paul Gunther stepping up, man, I mean, look, don't get me wrong, we're pretty positive compared to most, uh, but there's still things that we like to point out that we don't like the way things are going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there was a point where I wanted to see Derek Carr play better. There was a point where I wanted to see this pass rush step up more. There was a point where I wanted Paul Gunther to change his scheme. There's even a point now before the season even started where I didn't think Tom Cable could handle this offensive line. Now, pretty much all those things have changed, and I love every single bit of it. I will be the first one to tell you I'm glad I was wrong, or should I say at least I'm glad that what happened is exactly what I wanted to happen, and uh, this team is putting it together, Kenny King, and we're getting some dubs. You love to see it. I love to see it, and I'm just so excited about what this team is going to do in the future. So that's going to do it for this week's post-game show after the L.A. Chargers Thursday night game. Big show, big win. Things are rolling in our favor. I say this every week, but things are really looking good for the 2019 Raiders. Uh, If you guys aren't calling or haven't called in before, make sure you get involved. Go to RaiderCody.com. There's a call podcast button. And next to that, you'll see the premium buttons uh, during this 10-day stretch. I plan on unleashing a lot of premium episodes. So if you're not involved in that, make sure you get involved. Um, I expect three to four premium episodes before the next home game against the Cincinnati Bengals. You should be getting another uh, podcast or two through this feed. We might be unrolling a real talk 
uh, almost an exclusive real talk show here sometime this week if everything goes to plan. I know Kenny King's traveling, so I'm doing my best to pump out as much content as possible. Raider Nation, enjoy the rest of the football weekend. Just know we got through it kind of like the bye week. It's stress-free, uh, but we got the dub already. We got it out of the way. I say this, and I know I'm going to wake up Sunday and be missing Raiders football, but uh, we're almost there. We're already almost there. We're eight days away, nine days away, whatever this is now when you guys are listening. So uh, other than that, this was fun. Um, and you guys will see me at the Cincinnati game if you don't hear me until then. Uh, but other than that, Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in, and I will see you guys on the next episode. <laughs>